Are you bitches conspiring against me? Her paranoia is rampant. Every time she walks in the room, the first sentence out of her mouth is, are you guys conspiring against me? Are you conspiring against me? Hey cuties, welcome back to the show. I have another special guest here to kick off Qtanon's newest segment. Coastal Elites. Welcome to the show, Jeremy. Hi. Jeremy, how did we meet? We met on Tinder. Yes. In 2019, when I first moved to Chicago by way of LA, the beloved West Coast. Yeah. West Coast. How how long had you been in Chicago when we met? Do you know? Like, Literally, like, weeks, because we went to that Pride event, remember? So, June, a few weeks. I remember it distinctly, because we were at a bar in Andersonville watching Pose. Oh my god, yeah, that's right. At the time, I was hosting a Pose viewing party. Yes. And it was season two. It just so happened to be... The episode where I wrote off the Pose series because there was a an anachronism, meaning, you know, like a reference that did not fit the time of the show, which is the 80s, and the house of Wintour had premiered, and mm. she, Dominique is the actress's name, the character is... Electra. Electra, right. Mm. So she made, like, a joke that was, like, winter is coming. Right, right, right. And uh, it made me really mad because that (laughs) pun works in the 21st century. Yeah, I remember that was a really big deal for you. (laughs) (laughs) Real attached, really latched on to that detail. Apparently there was an award show last night. There was. The Critics' Choice Awards happened. Did you Um, tune in? No. I did not watch them. I'm usually really tuned into award season, but I always forget about the Critics' Choice Awards. And Chelsea Handler hosted. Yeah, and she was so funny um, in, like, the clips I've seen on TikTok. So I'm, like, upset I didn't watch, but whatever. I'm happy for Chelsea. That's a nice gig. I know, right? She could host... Other things. I would love... Yeah, I miss Chelsea lately. It was, like, my fave. I also love award seasons because I love predicting things. And I, spe- I especially love being right. What have we got coming up? We've got... I think we have our Oscars nominations happening January 24th. The Grammys will be February 5th. Oh, the actual uh, um, Academy Awards are March 12th. Well, we basically know what the nominations will roughly be, or we can at least assume that they'll be similar to the Critics' Choice Awards and the Golden Globes, which you did watch. Yes. I, like, religiously watched the Golden Globes. It's my always my favorite, now controversial favorite, because their voting block is, like all white or whatever so okay the oscars has the academy 
And there's mm-hmm. a, also a voting block for the Golden Globes. Do you, is the Critics' Choice Awards similarly like an elite circle that votes? I'm kind of uneducated on like what the voting block is for the Critics' Choice Awards. Okay. Other than, you know critics yeah (laughs) but i think i think it does encompass like critics from like across the country the illuminati the illuminati exactly (laughs) the kingmakers of hollywood right and the golden globes was the hollywood foreign press association the hfpa okay i think it's a oh yeah it's uh Critics from around the world, which is why it's the Golden Globes. Oh. Yeah. But it's mostly American films. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which, fair enough, I guess. It's our number one export, I feel like. Entertainment. Totally. Wait, how did I end up with two wine glasses? I must have stolen yours at some point. I always accidentally drink my friend's drinks. It's not on purpose, I swear. Okay, so who were the winners from last night? Let's see. So for the Critics' Choice Awards, a lot of people were stoked because Everything Everywhere took home the prize. We saw that movie together. We did. Oh my god. And we were early to the height. And it was really good. Yeah, I loved it. Anything about parallel universes, I'm there for. Oh, I know. It really... um, Oh, Nice siren background noise. Hell yeah. Slay. Okay. Anyway, maybe that's a maybe that's like a, a sign, you know, because I believe we're a bunch of weird shit related to multiple dimensions that other people might, you know, attribute to a parallel universe and everything everywhere all at once. Really builds on that. Yeah, I'm having a memory now, actually, of us, like, leaving the theater. We were, like, walking, and we I was telling a story about being paranoid that I was going to be hit by a car. Oh my god, that's right, I remember. I was telling the story. I almost, like, walked into traffic. Uh, it's it's a sort of ineffable, it's like, deja vu, where when you have weird little things happen that, like, when, you know, like, when Lisa Rinna sees a bird and she knows that it's Lois. <laughs> Jesus. Oh my god. Was was that Lois? It's Lois is <laughs> present. Oh my god. Oh my god. We need Allison Dubois in here to talk to the spirits. <laughs> um anyways. Do you want to take best actress? Yes. Is we had Kate Blanchett for Tar, who what was the winner? Yeah, I don't know. I'm I'm happy for Kate. I think she did a stellar job in Tar. Um, it was not my favorite film, but I would have liked to have seen Michelle Yeoh take home that one as well. I feel like it's definitely a race between those two for the Academy Award. So I don't know. I guess we'll see. I mean, I think Viola Davis um, in The Woman King would be a great quote-unquote upset. We saw that together. Yeah, she did such a good job. So good. So best actor, I'll read it out. This is Critics' Choice. Mm-hmm. And Brendan Fraser took it home for the whale. I know that there's a huge group of people like so excited to see Brendan coming back from a period of, I almost want to say ridicule, having fallen from 
being a George of the Jungle, the mummy, hunk type actor that even then probably didn't get much respect because he was playing these goofy roles. And I know a lot of people felt that the movie The Whale was like really heavy handed, uh, no pun intended. Um, but, <laughs> but I think, I think it was great. Yeah, I was shocked to see him win. I mean, I've heard great things about this film, but I expected Austin Butler to really sweep this award season. Mm -hmm. So Austin took home the Best Actor Award for the Golden Globes. Obviously, we have Brendan here. I'm going to be really curious to see who takes home the gold. At the Oscars. Yeah. Got it. Because it's the gold award, yeah. Yes. (laughs) Gold. Quite literally the gold. <laughs> Fun fact, the Oscar statuette, the model was a Latino man. Couldn't couldn't name him, so I guess. He sounds really <laughs> hot. Uh, right? Yeah. <laughs> Oscar. Ooh. I'm excited to talk about Nepo Babies. I'm excited to talk about buckle fat removal. Yeah, Vulture used the word conspiracy to describe this discourse starts it says in 2022 the internet uncovered a vast conspiracy hollywood was run on an invisible network of family ties and everyone was in on it would we call that a conspiracy uh no and that's such a like obvious yeah like the idea of nepo babies isn't new like people have been talking about this for a while and family ties are not invisible they're public and central to everyone's identity and therefore often talked about in interviews so whoever wrote this is not invited to my podcast (laughs) because they don't know what a real conspiracy is if you're going to start a sentence with hollywood was run on an invisible network the next, the things that follow after that sentence should be something. Conspiracy something. theory should be more outlandish and much more fun, a la the National Enquirer. Thank you. Yes. Thank you. Okay, so I've written out a long list of Nepo babies. Ooh, it can be, it can be like a fun little, like watch what happens live style. Yes. Grimy, slay or sachet, slay or... My vote's slay or passe. Okay, yeah, I'm between slay or passe or slay or go away. But I think passe is more fun. Yeah, so passe. Slay or passe, who do we want to start with? Um, let's go, top to bottom. We were just chatting about her, Miss Zoe Kravitz. I'm going to say she's a net slay. Um, I mean, Lisa Bonet and Lenny Kravitz, like, yeah. the hottest, I guess, former couple on the planet. And Zoe is gorgeous as well. And talented. Yeah. Julia Louis-Dreyfus. It's a slay for me. Yeah. This one I'm on the fence. I mean, it. yeah, it's a slay. She's really funny and pretty talented, but her family is, like, super super wealthy okay so um, i see your point she's won like a shit ton of awards right she's won several emmys for veep for seinfeld so i think i would say she's overrated so there's a difference between you know being like oh yeah i like this versus saying this is overrated i like her 
But I think the number of Emmys that she's won, coupled with the family wealth and the Nepo baby situation, is a little sus. Agreed. And with all of that in mind, I think it's a little more complicated. Sounds like a passe to me. I'm trying to figure out who her parents are, and I'm not sure I can figure it out, but I know they're like Vanderbilt, like Rockefeller rich. Oh, like Anderson Cooper style. Absolutely. Which is a passe for me. Really? On that paper cut lip man. Oh my goodness. He's done. What if I grow up to look just like Anderson Cooper? Will you stop talking to me? (laughs) He does make the dopamine go off in my brain when he appears on the TV. Oh, yeah. So, credits due for, like, something there, but... The Vanderbilts. The magnitude of wealth. Speaking of conspiracies, it's not even really conspiracy, but, like, the relationship between, you know, the rich TM and the media. What is it? Like, five media conglomerates Ooh, own, right. like, every single thing. This yeah. is uh, this is getting into succession territory. Which... Very not. Uh, Greg from Succession was mentioned in the Nepo Baby list. I think it was more one of their stretches. Like, you know how some of them were like, this chick's mom was like a carpenter on the set of some Hollywood. Uh, and I mean, they did the elites a favor right. by making their article very silly. Yeah. Like, a lot of them were real reaches. Yeah. And it's not like they're like being silly so they can sneak in some kind of subversive message to sway the culture it's actually just like furthering all of these people's careers by giving them more buzz that's the conspiracy is that all of these nepo babies are benefiting from this article and pretending to be suffering right i don't think they realize they're benefiting i don't know it's really weird and complicated yeah i mean yeah, I, I see your point. I think yeah. I think it's I think the one of the biggest problems with conspiracies is assuming that people are intelligent and competent and capable of having galaxy brain plots to get ahead in life because yeah. people are overall not very bright. Right. And Especially celebrities. Yeah, exactly. Right. Here and there, sure, but when it comes to institutions that require the teamwork of a lot of different brains coming together, the potential for genius is really limited because even if you have one genius, when it comes to a team and like teamwork, Mm. there's always just so much flop behavior. (laughs) Like working in corporate America, like we'll show you how stupid shit is it's not even like individuals are stupid it's the way things work is stupid and people are not incentivized to fix problems Mm. i don't know like i feel like i could go on this tangent so i'm gonna like reel myself in for a second Mm -hmm. um so what were we talking about we're still on nepo babies thank you let's dive into some of the most famous Nepo babies are most obvious. Okay. The Smith twins. Are they twins? I don't know. No, I think they're siblings. Okay. Jaden and Willow. Let's do it one by one. Jaden. I love, okay. I love 
his fashion. Yes, he's gorgeous, but I'm going to say passe. Although his water efforts for Flint have been admirable as well. Shout out to Jaden. If Jaden goes to Jackson, Mississippi, <laughs> I'll be even more inclined to give him a sleigh, but I'll uh, follow suit with your take here. Yeah, passe. All the fake deep tweets are too much for me. Yeah. Okay, Willow. Willow's a big sleigh for me. I love Willow. Overall, a sleigh. She has made enough music that I like and is stunning and is on Red Table Talk. Yes. And overall, like, does a pretty good job of not being fake deep on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm sure she can be fake deep, but we all, and we all have, like, a right to be fake deep Absolutely. at a certain age, especially. Next, you have Billy Lord. Billy Lord. She's the daughter of Carrie Fisher. Oh. So she's been in American Horror Story, Star oh. Wars. Yeah, she was in Scream Queens. Mm-hmm. Booksmart. Oh, she was in Ticket to Paradise. Oh my god, yeah, that's which right. I saw, which uh, shocked to see that not winning any awards. <laughs> Really, though. We need more, like, B-movie rom-coms. There is also a lack of, you know, you know, we do that distinction between is she an actress or is she... Oh, star, star. Right. Like, Gen Z's given us Nepo Babies. They've given us Disney stars. Right. But have they given us actresses? There's been a few, but I left them off the list. Sure, sure. I mean, um, and the ones we love may not actually be Nepo Babies, like... Florence Pugh? Yeah. So wait, just <laughs> just to explain really quickly, star actress, a good example would be Kate Hudson, right? She's a star. I love her. I love her anytime she's on screen, but she more or less kind of, you know, plays the same role stays in her lane, and it works for her. And I love that for her. But Kirsten Dunst. Actress. Actress. But she doesn't really have that much star power. We won't get into that. I like like that example because it's, here's the one, here's the other. Mm -hmm. But I know what you mean. Sometimes, yeah, there is a more blurred line. But let's go to Billy Lord. Is she slaying? Is she using her clout for... For good. Yeah, I would say yeah. She gets a sleigh. Let's move on to our next one. Um, Miss Drew Barrymore. I remember SZA explaining her choice to name a song Drew Barrymore. Mm. And she was referencing the way that Drew just laughs with so much honesty and joy and laughter in 2023 is very in. Yeah. And... Drew Barrymore can lead, lead the, charge. the charge Yeah, in that. Being genuine is in. Being indifferent is out. Oh. Um, Next we have Laura Dern. Laura Dern. I think the gays have kind of made her passe in the way that we've, like, like lifted her, like, anointed her as, yeah. like, a saint. Yeah, right. But, I mean, she's given us Jurassic Park, Big Little Lies... I watched Enlightened on HBO, Mm -hmm. uh, also directed by Mike White of White Lotus, but I think she did a great job. And um, A Marriage Story. Loved it. She was in that too. Yeah. 
And I love that she has smile lines and... You know, I didn't even think about that, and that is such a good point. She's not frozen solid from Botox. Yeah. She would not be invited to Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. <sighs> no, my God. She would never sink so low. Okay, so let, we need to make a decision because Real Housewives of Beverly Hills is obviously a place where we can talk forever and also a circle of nepotism. I think we should continue with the list. We need Andy Cohen here because when he does his little, like, rhymey games, he's holding a gun to his guest's head and forcing them to answer within, like, three seconds. Oh, oh, we got the timer out. Okay, let's do a timer. Should we do 15 or 20? I think 15. Really hold us under the gun. Okay, I'm down. Yeah? I'm down. Okay. Bryce Dallas Howard. Do you know who she is? No. Daughter of Ron Howard. She was Miss Hilly in The Help. Oh. The, like, ditzy white woman. Okay. Um, okay. I'm responding positively. Oh, she's also in Jurassic World. The redhead oh. who runs in heels. Yeah. Seven seconds. Wait, like the, the busty. Six, like, five, four. Thick yeah. slay. Slay. Okay. Gwyneth Paltrow. I'm going to say passe. I'm over her. Oh, Gwyneth? Yeah. Oh, it's a slay for me. Okay. I don't think of her as like an amazing actress, but I think she's funny. And mm-hmm. I think she sort of belongs in the place that she's in. Which is just, you know, being like almost like a Kardashian adjacent sort of. Yeah. At this point. Because what? She did goop. Goop. And then Courtney has poosh. Oh, that's right. Courtney's knockoff goop. That's yeah. So corny. Yeah. I was actually thinking about that. <laughs> the goop poosh knockoff, or as Bethany Frankel would call it, a cheater brand. Oh my god, yes, a cheater brand. Yeah, but in the case of Gwyneth and Kourtney Kardashian, there was a candle collab. Hmm. As where Bethany was not as, you know, friendly to her, the cheater brand situation when Sonia, Sonia did. No. Kourtney and Sonia is not a comparison, but like, because Kourtney's about to bring in a bunch of money regardless, and Gwyneth's is like, I'd rather be a part of it than be against it. Sonia was not about to rake shit in. Gwyneth, uh, you've convinced me. I'm going to say she's a slay only because she really unironically leans into her, like, granola, white woman, wellness, pseudo-spirituality stuff. And I think that's really fun. Um, So as a media figure, I'm going to say she's a slay, but I would never be friends with her. She would annoy the shit out of me. And, you know, she inspired, I guess... (laughs) <laughs> some good Coldplay songs. I don't want to be on the record as saying Coldplay has good songs. <laughs> um, but now I am. Uh, so thanks, Gwyneth. Now we get to finish on that. All right. I know. Finishing with Miss Angie, Angelina Jolie, daughter of John Voight. Mother. Philanthropist. <laughs> Yes. Actress. Yes. Oh yeah, yeah. I was doing the Twitter bio list and you were you were you were doing the gay. I was just saying mother. <laughs> she is so mother. <laughs> Easily a sleigh. Oh for my me. god, yeah. So let me circle back to Buckle Fat. <laughs> 
Right. It has been happening for a while, but the reason we're talking about it as a culture in this moment is because it was a tied to the Leah Michelle hate train, mm-hmm. which brought it to the tip of everyone's tongues. And I actually have a well thought out theory for, for this one. Mm. So it's not a conspiracy theory, I wouldn't say, but it just is a source of inspiration that people may or may not be aware of. And I think it's to imitate trans women. Oh, wow. I think that in the 90s, when fashion and supermodeling was peaking, Mm -hmm. um, there was so much synergy between the club kid scene and the runways. You'll see that especially with Galliano, his couture uh, Dior runways, just filled with things that were often clearly inspired by club kid fashion. Mm -hmm. And so if you look at the peak of fashion and the inspirations being club kid fashion, you can make the connection that gender bending people from that scene. Right. Serve as inspiration. Yeah. And trans women specifically, I think, cause okay, this, this came to me when I was watching a runway show recently and all the models were just like so tall and so gorgeous and so like rail thin. Right. And I was just sort of like thinking like some of these girls got to be T girls. Like I just, I just felt like that mm-hmm. was totally in the realm of possibility. And, but they, it reminds me of buckle fat because I think when you're going for that sort of emaciated look, emaciated look. Yeah. Like, which I think we're seeing a huge swing back to, which is where I'm, I guess, drawing my connection to the buckle fat removal is like, we're done with, and you see it with the Kardashians done with like curves being in and like bbls and huge tits it's like yeah we're back to early 2000s like eating disorder thin yes yeah thank you for bringing us there i I think it's yeah it's important to have the insane explanation than the apparent right right uh i don't think you're uh i don't think yours is that insane now i mean trans women are the basis of quote-unquote inspiration for almost everything well for me it's like the Thing that I'm seeing with like Amelia Gray, daughter of Harry, Harry Hamlin. Hamlin and Lisa Rinna. Passe for me. Passe for Jeremy. Yeah. Uh, slay for me. Well, um, what about the Hadid? Sorry to get on a tangent. Oh, no, we should do that right now. I agree with Azalea Banks, who said that Gigi Hadid looks like a Cabbage Patch Kid. <laughs> <laughs> but Bella's a slay. Bella, slay, Gigi... I'm gonna, I don't know, I guess passe, but she was a slave when she was with Zayn before her xenophobic mom came in and with her wrongful accusations to try and get him deported. Yolanda, yeah. Yolanda Hadid, former Real Housewife of Beverly Hills. Yeah, it's literally so connected. That's really like a trippy mm-hmm. thing. And I can see how people do like to feel conspiratorial. Which, uh, which I'm, you know, tapping into here. But for Amelia Hamlin, Amelia Gray, I just uh, am rooting for her. 
basically. <laughs> I'm, I don't know if, if that makes it like a sympathy sleigh. It's a, yeah, it's, it's a sympathy a, sleigh. It's a sympathy sleigh. I just like don't want her to feel the weight of flopping. Yeah, she's the one, she has an eating disorder, right? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah, big sympathy sleigh for Amelia. I hope she, you know... I think that, like, the... Yeah, the... Although a lot of public eating disorder, like, stuff with reality TV feels inauthentic to me, she was a child in those seasons. Even, like, if she flops, which I guess, like, is to be seen. Compared to the Hadid twins, the great kids are flopping for sure right uh the other one being delilah bell hamlin i just love lisa renna and for that reason just want them to be happy i think renna is in large part to blame for amelia's eating disorder yeah because the way that she talks about her body like she's insanely focused on weight Mm-hmm. And yeah. you can tell she's hella defensive about it when Garcelle right. made even any mere mention yeah, and she yeah. blew up. It's like, same, yeah. with Yol- same with Yolanda Hadid. I think that you're right and that Garcelle was right and that Lisa Rinna being super defensive is probably a good impulse because she feels that further discussion on the show of that subject might be... Uh, a net negative for Amelia, but that doesn't mm. make her any less connected to the source of why Amelia has these issues. Shout out to Amelia. Okay, I'm really glad that we did get to go on a Housewives tangent. I've been itching to. Mm. Um, I would not be upset if this Coastal Elites segment eventually becomes a... Uh, Housewives recap podcast. Yeah. A sexy, unique podcast <laughs> ripoff because I love Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. I love the Kardashians. I love the Hiltons, and they are all connected. So, I mean, yeah, we're, I don't want to do a huge, like, deep dive, but I don't know if people. Okay, actually, I do. I was born in 1994. Same. Oh my god, and you've got a 1994 necklace on. Always wrapping. And at the time <laughs> I was born, OJ was in his car chase. Yeah. And that headline was dominating. And I think that the coverage of that trial was foundational to the framework for reality television because the press, the media realized that people would tune in every day to hear about OJ. Yeah, I mean, we were, this, I mean, we could really go off the rails with the, like our obsession with tragedy and yeah, like, totally. know, like tragedy and murder uh, as entertainment. Right, just yet. Yeah, the coverage of that trial formed certain media like learned media behavior mm-hmm. and his lawyer's wife is now the most influential momager <laughs> that we have ever seen yeah and is so connected to reality tv i but i would also say there was a lot of other like the real world paved the way in a lot of ways for reality tv yeah, 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 yeah. Um, you're, you're right. Like, I think the OJ thing built on sensationalist 
media phenomenon that already existed, but it built on it in a way that was really, really significant. That's a really good point. It's not... I mean, yeah, it's still definitely, like, the basis for the reason why we have the Kardashians, because obviously Robert made bank on that case. Right. The Kardashians lived in a really affluent neighborhood. Kim, by way of living in an affluent neighborhood, made friends with Paris Hilton or was hired as her closet organizer or whatever right. you know and Paris then Hilton. the rest is history like there there is some conspiracies that i'm 100 percent willing to hear out about the hiltons the kardashians not the hamlins sorry no <laughs> they're not that connected dua lipa only because of the weird um lithuanian thing no wait what's the where is she from dua peep dua peep Oh, Albanian. I'm willing to hear Albanian conspiracies, mob conspiracies, hotel, meaning, you know, Trump and Hilton. Right. But but the Hamlins are just hardworking Americans. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I don't know where Ben are, Harry, I don't know their stories, but... I was watching season two of Drag sure Race. there's some nepotism there. Yeah, I'm sure. There's, yeah, I mean, you can definitely make the argument that, like, there is more to generational wealth than careerist advantages. Oh, totally, yeah. And everyone, in some way, like, has either inherited privilege or trauma. Uh, We're still pro-construction worker. If you worked on the set... Of any <laughs> yeah, film, yeah. you are on the right side of history, right. and your kids deserve nothing but the best. Yeah, shout out to Phoebe Bridgers. Isn't it? Okay, Catherine <laughs> Is it Phoebe Bridgers, or is it all Catherine Hahn? Is I, that her name? I think it's Phoebe, whose okay. dad was like a carpenter or something. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. you're right. Catherine Hahn was... The weird, like, genetic connection, or I guess non-connection, between Katherine Hahn, Kate Berlant, and Anna Gasteyer. I just found out about this it's, the other day. They, look, they all look so... They look like sisters. I, I I haven't processed it. I don't know who anyone is except for <laughs> Katherine Hahn. Right. I'm so sorry. But I did hear about this the other day. It's crazy. Final thoughts on the... Kardashians and Hiltons and Trumps. I don't know. Lots to unpack there. Paris Hilton is an Aquarius, and it is almost Aquarius season. So, Aww. shout out to Ha. <laughs> those are my, I think those are my closing thoughts. I think that really says it all. You know? And it's Aquarius season in how many days? January 20th, I believe, is the first day. You know, I want to take a moment for Capricorns because I feel like y'all get a bad rap and um, Card- not Kardashian, Capricorn season. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Capricorn season is what prompted me to start this podcast. There was, it's a New Year's resolution season and I love New Year's resolutions. I feel that they are... Capricornian. Capricorns are like hard-driving, careerist, crazy motherfuckers. Cardinal Earth. 
I'll let you give the Capricorns love. I hate Capricorns. Yeah, I just I I'm just giving them love because I know I know that they uh, don't always get the friendliest memes. But uh, yeah. But what can you do? They uh, it's they, a they keep they keep the lights on. Sometimes. They make the world go round. My podcast is a Capricorn. <laughs> That's this will be the only Capricorn that I stand. I can deal with that mm-hmm. and. Um, Aquarius season can be when the pod really becomes... A star. A star, yeah. (laughs) A star is born. A deep well of... Talk of, no, talk about conspiracy theories. That goes hand in hand with Aquarian culture. That's a great point. That's a great Mm -hmm. point. You know, I wouldn't have gotten organized enough to get this together without Capricorn season, but I think that... Aquarius season is really going to bring us into the conspiracy of it all. We're, we got to build up, you know, we need to lay the groundwork and put our ducks in a row, but we're doing our research. We're listening to our intuition. Absolutely. And we're reflecting and we're cooking. I love all the just phrases we're sneaking in here. Oh, yeah. Keep the lights on, ducks in a row. (laughs) Cooking. Yeah, we need to, like, make a drinking game or something. Yeah, I'm going to just give a last shout out to the West Coast. Thank you for... Inspiring the coastal elites. (laughs) And I would like to give a shout out to the Gulf Coast. Mm. Um... The Alabama, the Florabama shore, um, most beautiful beaches in America, California False. actually does not have the nicest False. sand or the most swimmable <laughs> water. That is Florida. That's, mm. And the That's Gulf true. of Mexico, Florida, not the Atlantic Ocean, Florida. That's, I would say even, is Miami on the Atlantic side? Yes. Because that was a big sleigh. Yes, Miami is on the Atlantic side, and it is a sleigh. Florida overall takes the crown, but um, go to the Gulf of Mexico. You'll see what I mean. Coastal elites in my world includes all three coasts, not just the east and the west, but uh, we'll get into that later. This is, yeah, this is a huge topic to bring up in the last (laughs) minutes of conversation. Something to look forward to.